A quick question. Raise your hand if you love documentation. My guess is basically nobody raised their hand except for that one weirdo that does like it. But most of us dislike it. It's part of the job, though. And anything we can do to make that more efficient is always a win. We switched over to PT Everywhere recently for my local practice. And one feature they have that I think has been a game changer is the voice to text note documentation feature they have where I can literally just dictate my notes and it will populate within the actual note platform. I was shocked. I thought it would be incredibly inaccurate and I would have to fix everything, but it's really, really accurate and easy to do. I even just do it on my phone and I actually talk in what I wanted to do in between patients so that I can quickly do that while it's fresh in my mind and it doesn't pile up on me later in the day. Save me a ton of time, save my staff a ton of time. So if you're looking for a solid practice management solution, I would highly recommend checking out PT Everywhere. In particular, if you want to save some time on notes, it's been a game changer for us. Head to pteverywhere.com, check out their platform and see how it can save you some time in your office. So here's the question. How do physical therapists like us, who don't want to see 30 patients a day, who don't want to work home health and have real student loans, create a career and life for ourselves that we've always dreamed about? This is the question and this podcast is the answer. My name is Danny Matei, and welcome to the PT Entrepreneur Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Doc Danny here with the PT Entrepreneur Podcast, and today I'm going over the first phase of starting your own practice. So we have been working on sort of organizing, uh, you know, more effectively organizing the sort of education components of different phases of practices that we get a chance to work with. So, you know, to date, we've had a little over 500 people we've had a chance to to work with in different variations of coaching programs. Uh, in particular, we're, we work closely with people within our mastermind, which has about 100 businesses in it right now. So, you know, what we have is accumulation of a lot of reps um, pattern recognition and, uh, and, and really, uh, more clarity for what people need to be working on at which stages, which skills are important. And, uh, you know, the overall goal for us, we, I, I sat down with Jared and Eve and, and, uh, you know, for us, we wanted to really have something tangible, um, measurable. And for us, one thing that we do is we track revenue for the businesses that we work with within our mastermind um, in particular. Uh, so we we track their trailing 12. So the amount of revenue they've had in the past 12 months, we do that every six months because we want to track progress. We want to make sure that they're um, moving forward with their with their revenue increasing. And re- revenue isn't the only thing that, that we track or that we should track or you should track. Um, what it is, is it's, it's a very objective measure of how things are going, right? So if you have, you know, if you know revenue or if your revenue is going down, um, we want to know, like, why is it going opposite direction? If it's going up, holding steady, maybe at certain stages in, uh, in the business, uh, we want to track those things. So, you know, for us, what, what we really want to see and be able to grow to, um, and for us, this is somewhat of a short-term goal is, uh, we we want to be able to um, have a hundred million dollars a year generated from our our clients. We want them to, you know, within their businesses, generate a hundred million dollars a year in the short term. Long term, our goal is a billion dollars a year 
generated uh, through businesses that, that we interact with and, and work with um, <clears throat> in a formal manner. And it, it's a big number, right? I mean, it, that, sounds like, that sounds like a lot, but if we break down the math on it, and you know, we'll get into into a little more detail on these phases as as we go. We're going to have uh, some follow up podcast episodes on on these topics. But basically, you know, the, the physical therapy profession is uh, roughly a forty billion dollar a year industry. Forty billion with a B, right? So a lot of money uh, rolls through the, the the PT industry, and the majority of it is not you know, uh, fee-for-service, cash-based clinics, whatever you want to call it, um, the vast majority is is insurance-based clinics. And what we see is uh, there's sort of two places where the majority of that is being um, created. It's in, you know, hospital-based organizations that have essentially acquired uh, market share by, uh, you know, um, absorbing clinics around where they're at, uh, in their, in their, their, uh, surrounding areas. Um, or, uh, it is a big, uh, private equity typically owned, um, higher, higher volume practices. So, you know, they might have 50 to 500 locations and this consolidation of care has been happening for quite some time. And it's, it's hard for, um, uh, smaller insurance-based practices to be able to uh, compete in many ways because they don't have as much in terms of uh, negotiation for rates. Um, They don't have the the same sort of connections or uh, physicians that they can get to send referrals out, uh, you know, to them. So they're seeing their reimbursements go down. uh, And, you know, we get a lot of inquiries from businesses like this that are smaller in network practices. Some of them are a good fit to work with us. Some of them are not, but many of them are struggling because their average visit rates are going down. If you look at what's happened with Medicare, even in the last two years, it's a total of about 18% decrease in reimbursement over the last two years. So when you see that, and if you're t- you know high Medicare volume, is it, has your rent gone down 18% in the last two years, right? Has your mortgage gone down 18%? Have groceries become 18% cheaper? And really what we see is a decrease in reimbursement and an increase in inflation in the economy, which is going to increase even more going forward because of a massive amount of money that's been pumped into the economy, um, you know, because of COVID. You know, we had three trillion dollars pumped into the into the economy. Every time that we print more money, every dollar that's already out there becomes less valuable. So we're going to see inflation probably increase more so than it has even over the last 10, 20 years um, because of uh, you know some of the the financial decisions that are that are made within the country. So keeping that in mind, you know, as we look at fee-for-service, cash clinics, cash practices, it's important for practices like this even to be able to add uh, cash services to increase their average visit uh, rate, increase their profitability, um, as well as their cash flow. Because one of the bigger problems is that, you know, if you bill for something and it takes two months for you to get reimbursed, that can be a cash flow nightmare if you have to pay for other things in between. You still have, you still have payroll. You still have to pay those people that are, you know, sell, uh, seeing the patients that are generating that that revenue, um, but it's delayed, right? So it can be really challenging for businesses like that, which is one of the reasons why the cash model 
or at least a variation of a cash service or services within your business, no matter if it's in network or not, uh, makes a lot of sense and why you know we, we get a lot of uh, interest and inquiries from practices like that. Some of them are hybrid ones that, that, that want to really um, scale up. We've seen some great success even with practices like this where you know maybe they're going from 10% cash to uh, 40% cash, but still keeping the best contracts that they can for for their area um, and you know stabilizing their revenue and and just really helping their business out tremendously um, and having some ownership and being able to really control what they what the business does um, as well as you know how much they make and instead of just constantly just getting hit with less and less reimbursement I mean that's the that's the reality for many people so when we look at what we're trying to do and the path forward for us, you know, we really feel like um, the, the the mark of getting to a practice where you know your your practice is generating gross revenue about five hundred to six hundred thousand dollars a year is a really it's a really good sweet spot um, for a business owner, and it sounds like a, it's a ton of money, right? I mean, I I know whenever I uh, first started my business, like you don't have really perspective for that. I mean, I just wanted to replace my salary from, you know, being a captain in the army, you know, which was basically like $75,000. I wanted to do that. Um, uh, you know, w- within the first two years basically was my goal. And I didn't really have any other goals besides that. But when we start looking at growing your business, it's very possible to, to grow to, you know, this sort of half million dollar range uh, plus or, or, you know, significantly more. I, I think this is an achievable mark for many people. We start, start talking to people about seven figure businesses and they, they kind of, in many cases, they're just, they kind of zone you out. They're like, well, I don't know. That's not possible. They can't see that. Uh, that's that size of a business being something that's even like tangible for them in many cases. But when we start working with people within our mastermind, we're trying to move them through these um, phases that, that we've, that we really identified, um, with the overall goal of, you know, getting them to the point where they have uh, $500,000 plus practice. And, and we, we work with people that have seven figure uh, practices as well. And, um, you know, getting to that, that, that five figure mark means you can't do it by yourself. You have to have systems. You have to have a team around you. Um, you can't be seeing all the patients. You have to have less than a full, uh, caseload cause you're going to be actually running the business. Um, but when we look at our goal, right in the short term of a hundred million dollars generated from, uh, from, from our clients per year, we have to get 200 businesses to the half million mark um, in order for us to hit that. And that, that's not that many. That's not that many more than what we're currently working with, which is one of the reasons why, you know, we feel like in the short term, we want to get to 100. But in the long term, we want it to be a billion, a billion dollars of, of revenue generated from from clients that, that we work with is our goal. And with that, you know, looking at that. It, I think some people would look at, okay, well, if there's $40 billion in the PT industry, we're going to take uh, a billion away. Well, that's just not, that's just not the, the reality. In fact, I think what's going to happen is we're basically adding, we're going to add a billion dollars of, of additional uh, revenue to the PT industry um, in a different way because many of the people that we work with and they're not seeking out traditional care anyway. They're not going to go and see some of these the traditional, uh, you know, locations. So we're helping the industry in many ways. And, and this is where you know you have to really realize, um, 
you know, is there's no, there's no, you know, good guy, bad guy, right? It's just, this is how you decide to do business. This is how we decide to do business. We, we want to work with people for a longer period of time, have more of a relationship with them. We want to get paid what we're worth. You know, we want people to have skin in the game when they work with us so that they can get better outcomes as well. There's so many positives to the, the way that, that we run our, our practice. There's there's some drawbacks too, right? It's like hard to work with Medicare, hard to, hard to work with Medicaid. Um, you know, there's 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 people that legitimately don't have the money to afford to work with with uh you know with us or practices like ours. Um, you know, and and that's just these are compromises that we have to make. But we also, as long as we're profitable, we can work with people in, in pro bono ways, and that's what we do, and and be able to actually um, provide services for people that can't afford it because of the profitability within the business, you know? So looking at it in a way of, of, well, you know, how can you still work with populations that you want to work with? Um, you know, you can, and in most cases, uh, it, it, it depends on how you want to set up your business. But, you know, for us, this is the way that, that we decided to, to go about it. And with the practices that we work with, many of them do the same thing, you know, and, and, and have the opportunity to, to help people and work with them for free. Um, is your choice as long as you have profitability in your business you can help a lot of people you know there's nothing wrong with money money is a good thing to good people like it, it's it's it just makes you more of who you are right so if you're a good person and you enjoy helping other people you have the capacity to help more people if you're an asshole it just makes you be able to be more of an asshole right i mean th that's it it just it, it just compounds who you are it, it multiplies it and you know, as we look at this and as we look at the industry and where what we're trying to do and, and how we're trying to help, we feel like we're adding, uh, we're going to have the ability to add a billion dollars a year to, uh, to to the profession via channels that people wouldn't come in in the first place. Because it's not, you know, th this isn't your traditional mom and pop shop in terms of what we're doing. You know, we're seeing a lot of people that are, you know, more so uh, performance minded, um, health and wellness minded you know, with services of like, you know, fitness programming remotely, you know, being able to do ongoing, you know, sports performance work with youth athletes, things that, that traditionally you're not going to see. We, I, we feel we have a chance to actually add to what PT is as an industry, um, you know, yearly and in a significant way and to do so on our terms. Um, and I think that that is really exciting to think about that and being a part of that. Um, and actively involved for for many of you that are starting businesses. So you know, I would I would just kind of put this uh, put this out there in terms of what you should be thinking about. And this is not necessarily your your end goal. For some of you, you know, you may have much bigger aspirations than this. But for us, we find this um, five hundred thousand dollar mark uh, really uh, very achievable, um, and also uh, a way in which you have to hire more people, right? So for a practice like that, you're probably going to need um, uh, probably three to four hires, uh, in, in order to actually get to that point. Let's just say four, you know, for instance. So, you know, if we can get to a hundred million dollars in revenue generated via our clients per year, that's 200 businesses at a $500,000 gross revenue mark. Meaning, and if all of those people have to hire four people, we've just created 800 additional jobs, many of them for our own community uh, with jobs that are really fun, enjoyable, allow you to use your skill set the way that it's designed uh, to see less people, to be a part of uh, a really, you know, tight knit business with with strong core values. Um, you know, it's th this is what we see as as the potential, as the the the, the way in which we're moving and we want to help these businesses move, because if it's just about 
it's just about money. Like that's not necessarily going to uh, be the best driver. I mean, money is uh, is the scoreboard. It's it's what we check to see that we're going the right direction. But I can tell you, you know, as we've grown past this this uh, five hundred thousand dollar mark within our local practice, it's about the people. It's about it's about the the team that you build. It's 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 about your you know your your employees and your I mean your staff. It's like the the, the people that you work with on a day and day basis, um, and their lives and the people that that they share uh, you know their life with. And allowing them to be able to be great at what they do, because there's plenty of people that don't want to do what we're doing. Like it's this isn't for everybody. Many people just want to be great clinicians at a great practice and be surrounded by you know other people that are that are striving to improve and become better every single day. And we should be able to hire people like that, and they should be able to enjoy being a, a clinician um, because it's one of the more rewarding positions in particular personally that I think you can you can have. Uh, seeing people go through these transformations that we help them with physically, emotionally, you know, getting back to activities that they've been avoiding and stressors in their life that are removed because of, you know, now there's not as much pain involved in things they're doing and they're not avoiding picking their kids up and then feeling like they're a burden to their spouse. All these things we get a chance to help people with. And you get to help more of those people as you work on uh, improving the organization, the complexity of your business, uh, tracking the right things, becoming a better business owner, improving marketing, uh, selling, hiring, you know, uh, processes within your business. All of that is going to lead to you kind of getting to that mark that we want to see these businesses achieve. Um, you know, and uh, if you don't work with us directly, we can't maybe add add, add you to the to, to the revenue because we're not tracking it. Uh, but if we can get to you know in the short term 100 million, I'm sure it's much more than that with the people that um, are out there that we don't even know uh, are, are functioning similar businesses that we don't work with directly. So I'm excited. Uh, many people are consistently down on the PT profession, but you know, and here, here's what I see: it is a little tough. Right now, for sure, for many of these practices that are higher volume, Medicare population age, you know, a lot of post-op volume just isn't coming through. People are putting off surgeries and elderly uh, uh, Medicare age um, populations are, are staying out of the clinic more, right? Because there's just more contact points for them. And um, if you're in there with a bunch of other people, you know, they, they probably don't want to don't want to be there. So we've actually seen the you know, PT industry get hit pretty hard. Um, but when we look at the people that we work with, it, it's it's just monthly PR after monthly PR. Like if any of you follow me on Instagram, like I try to highlight this stuff in stories uh, and, and, and just put up some, some social proof of what people are doing more than anything. So you can see what's possible. Like, I think it's easy for me to talk about, you know, you know, whatever, building a practice to this point that we're talking about, you know, over $500,000 and this, these are the steps you need to do or whatever. <clears throat> but to hear what other people are doing, and see where they're at, you know, and see somebody that's super excited to hit their first month where they made $10,000 in their practice um, or 20 or just hired somebody, you know, or whatever, you know, they're, they're doing this progressing. Um, that's, it's exciting and it's, it's motivating uh, because it's happening all over the place and it's very, very possible, you know. So for the, the general industry, I think it has been a rough year. For the people that we work with, and I can only speak to that because I don't know what everybody else is doing, but our people are thriving. Our people are hiring. Our people are building out new spaces. Like we've had probably a dozen people that we work with actually negotiate amazing rent, uh, build out in, in, in a time where 
Uh, it may be the best time to find commercial space that we've seen since we've been in business, you know, as of six, seven years ago, um, and get these amazing contracts because these tenants or landlords know they're going to be there for a long term. They're medical providers that are need are going to need to be in person. There's a lot of bargaining chips there for you because uh, you know they want people like us, especially if you have a business that has shown itself to be resistant to this sort of an economic change. Um, you know, and and build out standalone spaces, hire additional you know members. We we have we have one guy who's hired three people uh, on his team in the last six months. You know, which you would think many people would think it's down. He's he's doubling his business in the last six months um, because of the things that he's doing. So it, it is a good time to to do what we're doing if you know how to run a business and if you're willing to to work on the right things. Um, so to to sort of summarize, you know, we want to get into you know, helping you guys through some of these phases and understanding where you're at and what you should be working on. But overall, I just want to understand where the state of the industry is at, what our goals are. And what we feel like we need to do to kind of help you guys uh, get there. One big thing for us is we're really um, reorganizing how we utilize our Facebook group. Uh, so if, if you guys are not a part of the PT Entrepreneurs Group, head to Facebook uh, and go to the PT Entrepreneurs Facebook group. It's a free group. You can apply to join. Uh, we vet everybody that comes through there. Uh, you need to be a clinician for sure. Uh, if you're not, then, you know, sorry, we're going to probably deny you. But we're going to start doing uh, weekly trainings in there, be more interactive within that group. Um, you know, and there's about 3,600 people in there that you can interact with as well. It's a pretty cool place. Uh, if you're not a part of that, I recommend heading over to Facebook and joining that group. Um, but for now, guys, as always, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We'll catch you next time. Hey, wait a minute. Just to let you guys know, we are closing in on 200 views on iTunes. That's crazy. Most podcasts hardly get to 100 views, let alone 200. And this is such a niche-specific PT business podcast. That's wild. So let's try to rally the troops and get to 200 reviews for this podcast. The first thing you need to do is you got to sub subscribe to this sucker, whether it's on iTunes or any other platform that you're listening to on, so you know when new episodes are coming out. The next thing, make sure that you leave a review. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them. It means a lot to me. Next thing, guys, take a screenshot of whatever episode you're listening to and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me in it. That's at Danny Matei PT. If you do this, I will repost it. So you'll get a bump. I'll get a bump. We'll share this information with a lot more people because that's the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of a lot more people. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, tag me in it, and I will repost it. So here we go. Let's try to get to 200 reviews for the podcast. Thanks for listening.